Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. The Stories of Mahabharata Retold by Shudipta Bhaumik Welcome, dear friends, to another episode of the stories of Mahabharata. The last episode told us the details about the fourth, fifth and sixth day of the war. Bhim and Arjun's ferocious onslaught is causing severe damage to the Kaurava army and Duryodhan has begun to lose his confidence on Bhishma and Drona. Bhishma entered his tent and sat down. He felt a bit tired. It wasn't the battle. Fighting never made him tired. But fighting against his heart is what trained him of his energy. The sheer thought of waking up the next morning and taking up arms against his beloved Pandavas is what he detested the most. He sighed and called his attendants to help him off his armour. As the attendants took off his armour and cleaned his blood-stained body, Duryodhan entered. Duryodhan was visibly distressed. Blood gushed out of his wounds, but he didn't seem to care. He looked at Bhishma and said, You saw? You saw what happened today? The Pandavas tore apart your crane formation and pounded us mercilessly. Bhim almost killed me today. Every day I am losing hope. I don't know how can we win this war. Bhishma stood up and said, Duryodhan, you are wounded. Sit down and let my men treat your wound. The medics cleaned Duryodhan's wounds and treated him with Vishalya Karani. The soothing balms calmed Duryodhan's pain and helped him relax. Bhishma looked at him and said, My dear Duryodhan, you know I don't mince my words. I want to make you a winner and want to see you happy with all my heart. Pandavas are strong and powerful and with Vasudeva on their side, they are invincible even to the gods. Still, I will keep my promise and fight for you until my death. Either I will defeat the Pandavas or they will defeat me. Now go to your tent and get some rest. The next morning, Bhishma arranged his army 
in the mandala formation. With the blowing of the conch shells, the battle erupted on the seventh day of the war. Right from the go, Bhishma attacked Arjun with full force. Arjun fought back with equal vigor. His Gandhiv spewed endless streams of arrows with occasional volley of fiery missiles. Bhishma struggled to counter Arjun's onslaught. Duryodhan drove his chariot to his generals and said, Go! Lend your support to Bhishma! The old man is fighting without caring for his life. Help him and he'll lead us to victory. The generals turned their chariots and rushed to help Bhishma. Drone and Virat engaged in a fierce battle on another part of the battlefield. Virat was trying his best to fight Drone. Drone, however, was too powerful for Virat to handle. His arrows killed Virat's charioteer and horses. Virat's son, Shankha, drove his chariot to Virat to rescue him. No sooner Shankha pulled Virat to his chariot, Drone shot a fierce weapon at him. The weapon pierced Shankar's chest and killed him instantly. Virat didn't wait any longer to face the might of Drone. He turned and fled the battlefield with his son's dead body lying on the chariot floor. Alambush, the dreadful demon Rakshas, was killing Pandava soldiers in hordes. Satyaki attacked Alambush on his chariot. Alambush tried to counter Satyaki, but Satyaki's weapons were too much for him to handle. He decided to quit and flee the battlefield as quick as possible. Drishtadumnya, the valiant son of Drupad, now made Duryodhan his target. His chariot circled around Duryodhan in a zigzag pattern and confused Duryodhan. One by one, Drishtadumnya killed Duryodhan's horses and then his charioteer. Duryodhan stood helpless on his stranded chariot and tried to deflect Drishtadumnya's arrows with his shield. Shakuni, Duryodhan's uncle, saw his nephew in distress. He stormed in to cover Duryodhan. As soon as he came near, Duryodhan scrambled into Shakuni's chariot and the next moment Shakuni drove away his chariot, leaving a frustrated Drishtadumnya behind. Iraban, Son of Arjun and Ulupi was fighting Binda and Anubinda, the princess of Abanti. Iravan killed the four horses of Anubinda's chariot. Anubinda jumped off and got into his brother's chariot. Iravan then killed Binda's chariot. The scared horses jumped and raced away in uncontrolled frenzy. On a different part of the battlefield, Salya was enjoying his fight with his beloved nephews, Nakul and Sahadev. Nakul yelled at him, Uncle Salya, you better surrender now, else our arrows won't respect you for being our uncle. Nakul and Sahadev together shot a volley of arrows at Salya. Salya laughed at them and said, ah, Well, then my arrows shouldn't show you any favors either. With few rapid shots, Salya broke Nakul's flag post, tore apart his bow, killed his horses and his charioteer. Sahadev, however, was not amused. He picked a fierce arrow from his quiver and shot at Salya. The arrow pierced Salya's armor and Salya fell unconscious on his chariot floor. Salya's charioteer turned away and fled the scene as fast as possible. Chetikan and Kripacharya were busy in a hand-to-hand combat with machetes. With their chariots destroyed, They had no other option but to fight on foot. 
Swinging their weapons, they pounced on each other with a huge roar. The impact knocked them out both and they lay unconscious on the ground. Karakarya, the young son of Shishupal, picked Chetikan on his chariot while Shakuni picked Kripacharya on his. To relieve Arjun, Sikhandi tried to distract Bhishma. Bhishma, without paying much attention, casually shot an arrow at Sikhandi and broke his bow into pieces. Sikhandi stood helpless. As he was about to leave the battlefield, Yudhishthir came to his side and said, Sikhandi, didn't you promise your father that you would kill Bhishma? Then why are you standing idle? Go, attack him and fulfill your promise. Bhishma has only cut your bow. You have many bows left in your chariot. Pick up one and shoot at Bhishma. Sikhandi was embarrassed. He turned back and attacked Bhishma again. This time Bhishma looked at Sikhandi and at that instant he remembered who Sikhandi really was. A woman in a man's body. Bhishma would never fight a woman. He turned away and chose to ignore Sikhandi. As the sun settled behind the western horizon, the day's battle came to an end. The soldiers went back to their camps and tended to their wounds. The musicians and dancers entertained them with lilting music and dance. Tonight, nobody spoke of the war and everybody went to bed happy and in peace. 
I warned you several times. So did Drone, Vidur, Gandhari and many others that this war will result in total annihilation of the Kauravas. Bhim will kill any son of Dhritarashtra who crosses his path. Nothing can stop him. So I'll advise you to stay calm and keep fighting until the doors of heaven open for you. During his exile, when Arjun was travelling across the country, he met Ulupi, the princess of the serpents, and fathered a son. He asked, Who are you? And, and where am I? I am Ulupi, daughter of Kauravya. I brought you here. Please accept me and please my desire. Ulupi named the son Iravan. Iravan grew up amongst the serpents and never met his father Arjun. When Arjun was training in the heavens with Indra's weapons, Iravan met him and introduced himself. Arjun was impressed to see his handsome son. Iravan offered to accompany Arjun and help in any way possible. Arjun said, For now, go back and take care of your mother and your subjects. When the war breaks out with the Kauravas, join me with your serpent army. Iravan kept his promise and along with his huge army, he launched a vicious attack on the Kauravas. Gaja, Gavakshya, Vrishak, Charmaban, Aryak and Sukh, the six brothers of Shakuni, joined hands together to fight Iravan. Iravan was killed in illusory warfare and could confuse his enemies with his power of hypnosis. Shakuni's soldiers stood no chance against him and his army and were soon decimated by them. One by one, Iravan applied his magic and Shakuni's brothers and killed all six of them. Angry Duryodhan called the demon Rakshas Alambush and said, This sorcerer Iravan is causing severe damage. You know magic. Go, fight Iravan and kill him if you can. Alambush took a huge army with him and attacked Iravan. Soon, a strange warfare ensued between them. Iravan used his sorcery and took the form of a huge serpent to scare Alambush. His serpent army surrounded him to protect. But Alambush had some of his own tricks. He took the form of a giant eagle and devoured the serpents. Alambush's spell cast a dense fog around Iravan. He felt groggy and couldn't think clear. As he stumbled around in the dense fog, Alambush struck with a huge sword and decapitated Iravan. As Iravan's dead body fell to the ground, the fog cleared and the entire Pandav army saw their valiant prince lying lifeless in a pool of blood. The message of Iravan's fall reverberated across the battlefield. When Ghatotkach, the Rakshas son of Bhim and Hidimba, heard the news, he was furious. I will destroy the Kauravas today. None will escape my wrath. His thunderous voice shook the Kaurava soldiers to their bones. Ghatotkach enlarged himself like a huge giant and trampled the Kaurava soldiers with his feet. With each swing of his mace, hundreds of Kaurava soldiers lost their lives. Duryodhana 
he had to do something to stop Ghatatkaj from destroying his army. He asked his charioteer to drive him to Ghatatkaj. At his command, the king of Banga followed him with 10,000 elephants. Ghatatkaj, from his high vantage point, showered Duryodhan with arrows and forced his charioteer to retreat. With a single blow of his mace, Ghatatkaj killed the huge elephant of the king of Banga. Drone tried to stop him. Ghatotkaj shattered Drone's bow and Drone had no option but to take shelter. Balhik and Chitrasen suffered severe injuries from Ghatotkaj's weapons and had to flee the battlefield. Ghatotkaj's javelin pierced Brihadbal's chest and killed him instantly. Seeing his father's plight, Aswatthama and his soldiers rushed in to fight Ghatotkaj. Aswatthama was a skilled and powerful warrior and his weapons began to trouble Ghatotkaj. Ghatotkaj then took recourse to his special powers of illusion and hypnosis. He cast a spell on the Kauravas and the Kauravas saw their king Duryodhan along with his generals like Salya, Throne, Aswatthama and others lying in the battlefield in pools of blood, screaming in pain and agony. They saw thousands of Kaurava soldiers lying dead, hundreds of thousands of body parts of men, horses, elephants scattered all around them. The horrific sight brought panic in the hearts of the soldiers. With the loss of Duryodhan and many other mighty generals, the Kauravas have suffered the worst defeat, they thought. Now, now the Pandava army would destroy them all. They began to flee in hordes. Bhishma turned his chariot towards the fleeing soldiers and yelled, Stop! Stop! Don't desert the battlefield. What you see is nothing but an illusion created by the shrewd demon, Ghatotkach. Your king Duryodhan is alive and well. So is Dro, Naswatthama, Salya. This illusion won't last for long. Come back. Come back and fight for your king. But his words failed to inspire the soldiers. They ran away as fast as they could. Duryodhan came to Bhishma and said, Grandfather, it seems today is the last day of the battle. Ghatotkach has defeated me, defeated Drone, Aswatthama. Our soldiers are deserting us. We are doomed. It's not Bhim or Arjun. We have lost this battle to this Rakshas Ghatotkach. Bhishma said, Don't be disheartened. Nothing is lost yet. I suggest you don't engage with Ghatotkach. You are a king and you should fight with a king. So pick Yudhishthir or one of his brothers to fight. Let me handle Ghatotkach. Bhishma called Bhagadatta and said, King Bhagadatta, you are the only person who can destroy this mighty Rakshash Ghatotkach. Take your soldiers and attack Ghatotkach with all your might and kill him. Else, we have no other option but to surrender and hand over the throne of Astinapur to Yudhishthir. Bhagadatta mounted a huge elephant named Supratik and attacked Ghatotkach. He picked up a massive weapon and hurled it at Ghatotkach. Ghatotkach laughed and grabbed the weapon in midair and then holding it like a stick with his two arms, he struck it on his thigh and snapped it into two pieces. Bhagadatta was not deterred though. 
He picked up his bow and began to shower arrows on Ghatotkaj. The arrows could hardly nick Ghatotkaj's thick skin as he continued on his rampage. In the meantime, Bhim, Abhimanyu, Chediraj, the five sons of Draupadi joined Ghatotkaj and helped him mow down the Kauravas. It seemed they were on the verge of a huge victory and didn't want to waste any time. Enraged at the death of his son, Iravan, Arjun launched a stupendous attack on Bhishma and Kripacharya. Arjun no more felt any reverence or pity for the Kaurava seniors. He was determined to destroy them and avenge his son's death. Bhishma and Kripa also showed no compassion towards Arjun and countered his attacks with equal ferocity. Bhim again struck Duryodhan's brothers and killed seven of them. The others gave up and fled the battle. With total dominance over the enemy, the Pandavas were within a close shot of achieving a great victory only on the seventh day of the battle. However, the sun god had something else in mind and decided to go down behind the western horizon. As the last rays of sunlight faded away, the conch shells rang out to announce the end of the day's battle. The Kauravas sighed in relief, while the Pandavas felt disappointed not to be able to finish off the war once and for all. Hoping to get back into the battle the next morning, the two sides retired to their camps to get some rest. The Stories of Mahabharata is written, directed, and told by Shudipta Bamek. Sound design by Omkar Bamek and music by Avi Ziv. Find us online at facebook.com slash Mahabharata podcast. Join the group for updates and news. Subscribe to the podcast using iTunes or any other podcast catcher. On Twitter, we are at Mahabharat Audio. The podcast is distributed under the Creative Commons non-commercial license. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And now for some late breaking news. The podcast is also available as a book, Dwapar Kata, The Stories of Mahabharata, published by HarperCollins, India. Mm-hmm.